0: Hey guys, happy new year 2022. Wow, congratulations for making it this far, for making it through coronavirus, unoffended. Isn't it a joke? They've come up with a brand new disease now, hilarious. They literally, (laughs) they're calling it the flu and coronavirus, they're calling it Florona. I'm just, I'm not even going to comment about that. Anyway, so well done. And you have no offense in your heart because you've forgiven everybody. You know, just go through your last 10, 20 years. You know, who do you have disappointment with? Who do you have expectations of? It may be God. Maybe God didn't answer your prayers. But it's not his fault. It's not him. You have to release God. You have to forgive yourself. It's time to wash it all away. Romans chapter 8 is about love. It's about love. It's a love chapter. And remember that he didn't write chapters. You know, Paul wrote a letter and it was divided up into chapters, you know, later on. So now the case is closed. There remains no accusing voice of condemnation to those who are joined in life union with Jesus. That's a love story. You and I are joined in life union with Jesus and we we present ourselves to him. Would you make it your, your goal to make yourself available to Jesus as his lover, as his bride in 2022 and the chapter ends as we know saying that nothing can separate us from God's love so no matter what you're going through right now you can receive his love you can receive his love in persecution in troubles in in all of these things so father we just receive your love and remember guys the kingdom is now the kingdom is at hand and it's encouraging to see some of the you know the major churches and traditional churches beginning to reopen and and it seems that they have um, humbled themselves a little bit and you know I've been encouraged by by some of their messages uh, the the becoming uh, you know true <laughs> you know the kingdom is now and i always say there's a rule of thumb you know, for me, it's, it's the kingdom is now. And it is the antidote to religion. It's the antidote. It exposes politics. Politics and religion will put the kingdom back. They'll put it later. They'll put it behind a paywall, behind a person. You need to be, you know, married before you can preach. You need to have completed Bible college before you can go on mission. Like, Jesus did everything now. He did everything now. He cursed the fig tree now. He walked on water now. He healed everybody now. He never said, go and come back later. In fact, he rebuked the Pharisees for slamming the door in men's faces. So, just as a rule of thumb, for you, for you, it's your mind that's renewed. It's you who are being transformed into his image. I said to a, a lady friend of mine today, we, we we talk on the phone, we've never met, but God turns up. The spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him was all over us and we were just rejoicing and overwhelmed with the revelation from our father. And and we had church today. We did church on the phone and uh, you know, I do oh, I do warrior church, warrior chat, you know, college with Warrior Church, I do, we meet in the park with my Melbourne Underground Church. We, uh, I'm part of a uh, fellowship on Zoom. I mean, I've, I'm connected. I'm connected with other underground churches in, in Jason Harrison in Bendigo, um, Jamie Walden in America with Omega Dynamics, Faith Havens. You know, there are many of us who are, who are doing this because God is doing something new and he's not throwing out the baby with the bathwater. Um, some of these above ground churches are doing okay, but it's so easy to have a form of godliness that denies its power. And God's taken He's taken us out of the system. He's taken us out of the system. I'm out of the health system. You know, I don't go to the doctor because I have, you know, how do I say this? He spent years getting me off pharmaceutical medication. You know, I'm healthy. I'm beaming, I'm glowing, I'm sleeping well, I don't take any medication. All of the asthma and all the things I had have gone away because I'm healthy and I have joy unspeakable and full of glory. And the same with church. You know, I've been very institutionalized. You know, pastors, son in law, on staff, preaching, ordained, minister, you know, key to the kingdom and and it's been hard to not go to the mega church and sit down but the god has called me to plant a new work um and and what it means is i've been able to detox from from that political system, from that religious system, because it's a yeast that leavens the whole lump of dough. And I've been privileged to have a season where I've been untangled, disentangled. I've been disentangled from franchise Christianity. I've been disentangled from pharmaceutical medication and from doctors and from the medical system. I've been disentangled from, from finances. I, I mean, I have no... Home loan, no car loan, no credit card, no debt. So I look at my life and I go, flipping heck, I'm living on cash. I'm free. I am financially free. I owe no man nothing but to love them. And then I go flip physically. I'm healthy. My doctor said I'm the healthiest person he's ever seen. And he's 83 years old and still practicing. I'm the healthiest person he's ever seen. But I was the kid who was diagnosed with Tourette's at the age of 10, put on antipsychotic medication for Tourette's syndrome, which is not a psychiatric illness. That's meant to be a neurological condition. I was put on antipsychotic medication, antidepressants, anti-anxiety, Ritalin, dexamphetamine from the age of 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. And then I got born again at 18 and immediately was cured. When I stopped my med- my medication, I went from a fail average, pass fail average, to a distinction average. And I I found myself getting distinctions for every subject in uni when I stopped the medication that was meant to help me. Now, I'm not saying doctors are all bad. I'm not saying church is bad. You know, if you have, you know, pneumonia and you need a chest x-ray, oh, you know, I can't give, give that to you with natural remedies. You, need, you might need some intervention. And Western medicine is brilliant for, you know, for acute conditions. Like if you need a triple bypass, that's great. But medical, you know, the medical establishment will not help you to prevent getting the need for a triple bypass. You know all of these heart conditions, diabetes, asthma, anxiety, depression—they're all preventable. They're they're all diet related, hundred percent diet related. I, I guess you know there could be some psychological and environmental factors there as well, and spiritual. I'm not denying that, but God has disentangled me from these systems by the grace of God. I'm free. I don't care. They can turn off the internet. You know, I can't buy or sell without the vaccine. I can't. I can't go to work. You know, but God God is my provider. Jesus said, the son of man has no place to lay his head. Come and follow me. He didn't have a house. The kingdom is enough. The kingdom is enough. The kingdom is enough. If you have the kingdom, you have all other things. Even this chapter in Romans says that if he has given us Christ, if Father God gave us Christ Jesus on the cross, you know, killed him for us, how will he not also with him give us all things as well? So what I'm telling you is you have the kingdom and the kingdom is now. The kingdom is at hand. Don't let anyone else put it behind a paywall or put it behind a door. The kingdom is now. The kingdom is at hand. And and Jesus is wanting you to believe him. It's what what are you ingesting? What are you meditating on? You know, I said to this lady in Queensland, I said, Jesus can come back this year if 2% of the church would believe him. Because if we believed him, we would begin to speak his word. And if we were to begin to speak his word, we would see the world come to Christ because we would be preaching the kingdom. But as long as the devil has stopped us from preaching the kingdom, he can have an indefinite reign on the earth. I mean, theoretically, the devil can have another 2 million years of free reign on the earth if he can stop us from speaking. Because Jesus can't come back until we have preached the gospel of the kingdom to the ends of the earth. He said that's when he was going to come back. So we haven't done it yet. And the late Dr. Miles Monroe said the church is at the progress that we were at at 140 AD. Now, we've stalled Because, you know, Christianity and Catholicism and all these things, they aren't necessarily the kingdom of God. Because God is going to weed out everyone who practices evil. Anyway, so what I'm saying to you is he has put, and this is the truth for you today, he has put his word in your heart. If you have received the imperishable word, that's the seed of the kingdom. If you've received the word of God, it's the kingdom. And that seed is going to produce 30, 60, and 100 times what was sown. What that means is you and I need to necessarily speak out of our heart and through our mouths the word of the kingdom. You know, I'm surrounded by so many people with so many problems. People have children who are sick, wives who have cancer or are dying. I have a friend who's bedridden, can't drive, no money, debt collectors at the door, doesn't want to, you know, doesn't want to, you know, he's he's stuck. What am I going to do? You know, am I going to say go, go well, I'm praying for you and then not pray for him? No. I am believing God for his healing. He is healed. He is healed in Jesus name. I've chosen to believe. I'm going to help him. I'm going to do what I can to help him. Don't see we can get so overwhelmed by all of the problems in our unbelief because God didn't answer our prayers or, or or certain things we've waited for haven't happened yet, but that is not that is not who we are. And I'll tell you the problem with the word of faith movement is that they think they thought they think that it come begins in their mouth. It doesn't begin in your mouth. You can't just say I'm healed. In fact, You can be worshipping sickness and agreeing with the devil by going up for prayer lines, by texting everybody you know, please pray for me, I'm sick, please pray for me, I'm going to, because you're meditating on sickness and you're agreeing, it's what I'm saying is it's what is going on in your heart. If you believe in your heart that you are healed, then you speak it out, I'm healed. That is the word of faith. The word of faith is your heart receives the word. The word is the absolute truth. The word is a person. Jesus Christ didn't say to anybody, oh, you've got chronic fatigue syndrome and it's going to take six months and you know we're going to have to go on a detox and we're going to have to get the aluminium removed from your body because you've got heavy metals and post-traumatic stress disorder. No, 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 no. He said, if you believe, so you and I, this is the system, this is the formula, this is the structure, this is the kingdom, this is the kingdom. Yong-i Cho built a church of close to a million members in a country that was poor. It was a third world country, South Korea, in the 1940s when he was saved. But he built a church with 50,000 car parks, when there were not even 50,000 cars in South Korea? Because he saw it in his heart and he spoke it out and he got it. What is it that you believe? What is it that you're speaking? If you're speaking health, but are, are you believing health? You have got to sow the word of God in your heart. Meditate on that. And I mean visualize it. See yourself healed. See yourself wealthy and healthy and whatever it is that God's put in front of you, and then speak it out and believe it, because God is going to do what he said he's going to do. He's going to do what you say, and Jesus needs his church right now to believe. As I said before, if the devil can stop you from speaking, how is Jesus going to ever come back? No wonder the devil is the one who personally steals the seed of the kingdom. Jesus said that. He said the devil comes immediately to steal the seed because he does not want it to germinate. He does not want you to receive the word of the kingdom. And unfortunately, a lot of churches, even after coronavirus, even after the shaking, they're they're still speaking you know, uh, from their minds, from their experiences. They're talking about anything but the kingdom. You know, Donald Trump or U.S. elections or, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Do you think the kingdom is subject to any election? The kingdom of God flourished in the prison with Paul. The kingdom of God flourished in Rome, totalitarian, genocidal Rome. The kingdom flourished in in Pakistan in Australia it it is it is mutually exclusive from politics i said the kingdom is mutually exclusive from politics it doesn't mean that we don't serve in in our local council it doesn't mean that we don't make policies to represent god of course i'm not saying to throw the baby out with the bathwater i'm saying the kingdom doesn't need it the kingdom can work in nebuchadnezzar's you know Kitchen, the kingdom is unlimited. Jesus did not care for whatever system of government he was under. The word of God is not chained. I said the word of God is not chained. So it doesn't matter what is going on. It's your responsibility and my responsibility to believe God, to receive the word of God and to speak it out after we have received it and meditated on it. If you, have a, you do, you have circumstances in your life that are not right. If you don't cast out the devil, who will? If you don't evacuate the enemy, who will? If you don't break the chains, who will? If you don't heal that sick person, who will? The devil's not going to heal them. It's the kingdom of God and it's the church that has to believe God and obey him. And, and I really believe that is the, the sickness in the church today, is we don't believe. We don't believe because we've been offended. That's what Jesus said, the worries of the world, the deceitfulness of wealth choke the seed. In other words, the seed is in you, but there's something stopping it from coming out. And I believe that is why the violent take it by force. It's violent to get up early when it's still dark and pray. It's violent to give $500 when you only have $500. It's violent to get up and pray. It's violent. Sometimes it's enough just to lift up your hands. You may be so weak in the natural in your foot. You might be so over it, so discouraged that you. the best thing you can do is to kneel down and just in your heart without even a word, just say, God, I depend on you. You might be able to praise him. You've got to move forward. The kingdom is moving forward. And remember, it's depression and anxiety and fear and worry and other people. These are all the things that stop you moving forward. What is depression if it's not stopping movement? What is anxiety if it's not stopping you from making a decision? Anxiety is about indecision you know depression is about is about immobility worry is 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 designed to stop you from moving forward offense just everything is an enemy you know all of these things it doesn't matter you don't need a big teaching on unforgiveness it is going to stop you from moving forward the devil comes to steal kill and destroy but god gives life abundant what is life if it's not movement what happens when you have a when you impregnate you know um, a seed into into a, into an egg? It's massive movement. The cells multiply at an exponential rate. A flower grows. Life is a flower, and a flower is growing. It's moving. The roots are going down. The life is about movement, and the devil is about death, which is about not moving forward. So if you're offended get it out of the way. If you're depressed, get it out of the way by moving forward. You know, there's something you can do. Maybe just, even just go on a website and give $2. You know, go to bennyhin.com or Joyce Meyer or, you know, go to anywhere. Just go to some church you know and give them $2. That is a movement forward. It's not about works. It's about application of the kingdom there are principles here jesus said if you speak with your mouth if you believe it in your heart and do not doubt you will have whatever it is that you spoke we have got to choose to believe and i'm telling you the blockage is not with god it's with us you have got to move forward you've got to get unblocked you've got to forgive you've got to get out of offense you've got to get out of your own mind it's by the renewing of the mind and the washing of the water of the word and look i i really believe that it's enough to to read read the articles on my melbournundergroundchurch.com website read the articles listen to my podcast and attend a an underground church you know start one in your own home invite somebody who is a believer that's the only condition of entry is that you're a believer or even an unbeliever but don't invite people who who are antichrist you know paul said if somebody claims to be a christian and is not then don't even eat with such a person what what he's saying is you've got to protect the seed of the kingdom you know this is not about fear but you you want people who believe god don't you don't want you don't want people who don't believe god if they don't believe god then why are they there okay so find a church where people believe god you know the 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 the, the warrior churches are great dr kevin zadi has thousands of churches um, all around the world you can find them on kevinzadai.com. they're called warrior fellowships Uh, You can type in and fill out a form to find that. If you're in Melbourne, contact me or anywhere in Australia. I can connect you with other underground churches that are in other places in Australia. Um, But remember, you are a seed carrier. You are a threat to the devil and to the kingdom of darkness because you carry Jesus and the only way that's going to ever increase and multiply is if Jesus comes out of your mouth. And the way to get him to come out of your mouth is to germinate him and his word in your heart by believing. And then you've got to speak it out. You've got to tell people about Jesus. This is a really simple way to do it. Make up your mind to offer to pray for people. Prayer is is it puts people in a position of receiving. And and when just when you hear someone say, Oh, you know, this problem, oh gee, something's happening, can I just immediately say, Can I pray for you? And and believe God to heal them. When you pray for them, it's not you, it's the word of God that's gonna that's gonna set them free. It's the Word of God that's the two-edged sword that's going to divide between bone and marrow, soul and spirit. It's the angels who are going to implement the Word that you spoke. It's God who's going to confirm the words of signs and wonders. If a devil comes out, it's not you. It's the finger of God. It's the Word of God. It's Jesus through you that's breaking the chain. So you're looking around your life right now and you're saying, who is sick? Can I pray for you? Who has a demonic who has demons i will i can break those chains off you i'm telling you i'm i'm telling you by the authority of god i'm authorized to tell you this you have the authority to break chains any demonic spirit anyone who's oppressed anyone who's suicidal depressed anxious Alone, in self pity, in self harm, in sleeplessness, in drugs or alcohol, you have the power of God to break that demonic spirit. I've just authorized you. So you will offer them to pray. I will, can I pray for you? And then as you pray for them, break that chain with your words Jesus, I break that spirit of poverty. That's it. Jesus, I break that spirit of depression. That's it. And tell them that they're healed. Let God confirm his word with signs and wonders. Don't figure it out in your mind. Your responsibility is to speak it out and to believe and not doubt. When you see someone who's sick, can I pray for you? Immediately ask them, can I pray for you? And if you do sense that it's a demonic spirit, say, God, I break that spirit of depression. I break that spirit of of sickness. And I pray for healing. It's It's so easy. I pray for healing in their body right now, in Jesus' name. And, you know, of course, be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. He might tell you that there's a particular thing going on. Maybe there's a sin they need to repent of. Maybe there's unforgiveness in their heart. You know, do that. But be led by the Spirit. And just let God heal them. Let God heal them. Take it off yourself. Your responsibility as a seed carrier is to speak the word. It comes through your mouth. So 2022 is a year where you are going to offer to pray for people, for every situation. Go about loving your family. Go about running your business. Go about writing your music and writing your book. But every day in 2022, when you encounter the thousands and millions of impossible situations that we all see and hear about on Facebook and everywhere we go, everyone has a problem. Wow, what did Jesus mean when he said the harvest is plentiful? What he means is everybody's sick. Everybody's got a demon. Everybody needs God. There is no one you'll meet who you can't pray for. So that is what you and I are going to do as we go about our daily work. As you go, preach the kingdom of heaven is here.
1: If you need to go to the bathroom, go ahead. Otherwise, let's just do this because angelic activity
0: was just being recorded on my phone. I've seen it on my phone. She saw it. People behind me saw it. So Lord is manifesting in such a powerful, powerful way. So rest of you,
1: continue to stay in the motor of worship. If you need to go to restroom, go ahead. and We're just going to continue to press in. Amen. God is about to do something. If it's Jesus came, visited him. And we got hit by Jesus this morning. God is doing... I mean, he wants to get all of you. So let's press in. Amen. Okay.